0: Mr. K24 Radio. Oh, yeah. All righty. Hey, everyone. How are you? I want to say good evening to you. A beautiful day, that's what it is. Um, it is the ninth day of the month of December, the year of our Lord 2020. And of course, the delight is all mine to welcome you to another session of Thinking Out Loud on Mr. K24 Radio. Kind of like news update, that's what it is. There's a lot going on around, and I want to talk about them by way of Thinking Out Loud. And in a newsy fashion because that's actually what it is and news but I'm gonna be you know making it light for you chit chat news that's what it is And of course certainly start with something big if you were as frustrated as I was you know back in the day when President Muhammad Buhari became the the president of the country in his first tenure which started in mm. 2015 I mean, it took the man almost half a year or a little more for him to even come up with names of ministers that were going to form the Federal Executive Council, you know. These are people actually that he's supposed to work with in government. And people were thinking, you know what, this guy does not want to make a mistake. He doesn't want to pick just anyone. He's trying as hard as he possibly could to ensure that he's picking the best for us such was the kind of explanation which was given back in the day and for a lot of people it made sense at the time but not me hey don't say I hate Bohari I I don't like him but I I don't hate him I don't like him because I see him as a chip of the old block he's a military officer that's what he is I mean he's been retired now we know but you can tell that that dude is a soldier Now, the House of Representatives is coming up with something that they consider would make a lot more sense, which is to actually ensure that that doesn't happen anymore. The House of Representatives is proposing compelling a new president or governor to constitute his cabinet within 30 days after inauguration or risk impeachment by the National Assembly or the State House of Assembly. That's massive, isn't it? The transition and assumption of office bill 2020, sponsored by Mr. Mam Sokbo, in which the proposal is being made, was introduced at the House on Wednesday. The bill also seeks to establish a special fund for the Presidential Transition Committee to also compel state governors to also name their cabinets within the same time. It reads in part. Subject to sections 147 and 302 of the Constitution, the President shall, on assumption of office, appoint ministers within 30 days from the date he took office or took oath of the office. The President shall constitute and appoint all boards of government agencies and parastatals that are due for constitution and appointment within two months from the date of assumption of office. Now, there's a proviso though. Where the president fails to comply with the provisions of this section without any justifiable reason, he shall be guilty of a misconduct as provided under section 143, subsection 2b of the Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. That's a good thing, isn't it? As far as I'm concerned, that is the way to go right there. Trust me trust me all right i'm going to take a short break going to take a jiffy we've got more news coming through coming up shortly i would rather get my gratuities instead of accepting bags of rice from the governor and that's coming from some pretty much not just that they are disgruntled they are also pretty much a bunch of hungry desperate people how do you trade your gratuities for a bag of rice i'm going to be taking a look at that shortly right after this time out mr k24 radio oh yeah yourself feels great to be right back at you on thinking out loud with mr k mr k 24 radio That's where it is coming straight up to you this day the ninth day of the month of december the year of our Lord, 2020 personally i'm a retired federal civil servant and there is nothing in the world on on a time like this such as the time we are in right now that would make me want to trade my gratuities simply for a couple of food items given to me or handed out to me by the governor of the state that is the emotions running and overflowing in Anambra state as we speak it doesn't look good for those uh, gentlemen and women senior citizens who have served our country in Anambra state Now, retirees in Anambra State have rejected Governor William Piano's annual Christmas rice largesse to them, describing it as a Greek gift. Now, they asked the governor to stop deceiving them with such a gift, insisting that what they wanted from the government was the prompt payment of their retirement benefits. It's pretty simple, isn't it? Now, they said the payment of gratuity to retired workers in the state stopped in 2017. The state chairman of the Nigerian Union of Pensioners, Dr. Anthony Ugoza, observed during a meeting with pensioners in Onicha, North Local Government Secretariat on Wednesday, that the last gratuity was paid in 2017, adding that the leadership of pensioners was told that there was no instruction to pay gratuity to retired workers. Now, if that is not cruel, please tell me what is. That's a pretty sad situation, isn't it? It isn't something you want to be associated with in any single way. For crying out loud, would you expect, you know, people who have found themselves in such a situation to be happy? It's, it's a horrible situation and trust me, if you think it's child's play, then something is totally wrong with you. I'm trying to be pretty much modest about this, okay? Uh, which is why I am saying it the way I am doing. Uh, but I think it's a horrible situation what those senior citizens are going through in Anambra State, somewhere in South. Mr. K24 Radio, oh yeah! Back at here, we got more chit chat news coming up. By here, Uh, we just checked out what exactly is happening with the retirees in Anambra State. Yes, it is not um, something that you would say is legal for the state government to give bags of rice, you know, by way of compliments to people when it is coming to the end of the year, where the festivities, where the where they come in and spike and of course you know how it is you have to uh, spend some money here and there to make sure that certain things are done you want to make sure also that members of your family they don't lose out in the festivities so a bag of rice is a welcome development but for people who have not been paid their gratuity a bag of rice means absolutely nothing so that is not a that's not a problem that's not what people would want to be associated with at this time of the year especially when you happen to be you know a retired civil servant okay now what's this kid's name again i think his name is mark zuckerberg that's right the brain behind facebook now, the U.S. federal regulators and more than 45 state prosecutors have sued Facebook, accusing the social media company of taking illegal actions to buy up rivals and stifle competition. The lawsuits are one of the most significant legal actions the U.S. government has taken against the firm. Now officials are asking the courts to consider breaking up the company, which also owns Instagram and WhatsApp. Facebook has previously defended its actions. Officials said the lawsuits were focused on Facebook's 2012 acquisition of Instagram, 2014 purchase of WhatsApp, and rules governing outside software developers. Now, they said Facebook had taken a buy or bury approach to potential rivals, hurting competitors and users, and of course, who have lost control of their own data to support the firm's advertising revenue. No company, according to the people pushing this, should have this much unchecked power over our personal interaction and social interaction, said the New York Attorney General, the teacher James, who is leading the legal fight by the states. That's why we are taking action today, Um, you know, uh, he said. Monopoly claims uh, the lawsuits uh, come as U.S. regulators are taking a closer look at the power enjoyed by tech companies. Now, this summer, the bosses of Google, Amazon, Facebook, and Apple were forced to testify before Congress as part of a bigger investigation of their influence on the market. Now, in October, the Department of Justice sued Google, accusing the search giant of violating US competition laws to maintain a monopoly on internet searches and online advertising that's a massive one isn't it uh, but at the same time what can you do about that really i mean uh, i'm glad that um, uh, the u.s laws uh, you know uh, has something to, to, to work on with zuckerberg and of course the guy is just out there poaching poaching His comp- is deal or die that seems to be the watchword for this man and if you ask me I think the man is um, a crazy genius right there, but you cannot eliminate competition in such an unfair manner. He's got an answer to it, obviously. Now there's a lot going on in the social media or ICT world lately, in terms of what is showing, in terms of what is showing up on the news. Mm. All right, shortly there's going to be a. Uh, Another story about Google and of course you're going to love to hear that and that's coming up that's coming up right at here shortly hang in there You know like I told you the tech companies are going crazy right now there's a whole lot of crazy stuff going on out there in the world today against that these tech companies who are running the social media and internet searches it is looking somehow pretty traumatic right now as we get over to australia to take a look at what's about to happen you know to google and so on and so forth that's coming straight up from australia like right now where something big is going to happen in terms of trying to wrap the wrongs, perceived wrongs that's taking place right now with the tech companies and the internet. Now Australia is to introduce a bill into parliament that would force Facebook and Google to pay news outlets for featuring their journalism. The Australian government said the world first laws would mandate the process for news outlets to negotiate a fair payment for their work. Currently, a power imbalance favors the big tech firms. Now the government said tech giants are vehemently opposed the laws, which they say will damage reader access. Facebook recently threatens to stop Australian users from sharing news stories on the platform if the law went ahead. Now Google said its search services would be dramatically worse under the change. It has rolled out an extensive advertising campaign in Australia, arguing the laws would be damaging. Now, as more readers have moved online in recent years, tech giants have faced calls internationally to pay more for news stories hosted on their platform. Now, this is a huge reform, and the world is watching what happens here in australia the treasurer john friedenberg said that was on tuesday he said a strong and diverse media industry was vital to our democracy australian print media has seen a 75 percent decline in advertising revenue since 2005. the government said that several australian news outlets have shut down or cut jobs also this year it essentially mandates a separate bargaining process that news outlets can fall back on if their own payment negotiations with google and facebook are not going well now the code would force a resolution through a final offer arbitration where it, um, after months of no deal being made each party for example a newspaper and facebook will present their offer to independent charges. To make a decision. Now, if the tech giants fail to comply, they face penalties of up to 10 million Australian dollars. That's about 5.5 million pounds or about 7.4 US dollars. And that's 10% of the Australian turnover or tripled benefit that they receive. It is crunch time, isn't it? It is pretty much crunch time right there for the tech companies right now. It is not looking easy. Mr. K24 Radio. Oh, yeah. Now tell me, how much do you know about boxing? Do you even care about a combat sport? Now whether you care about a combat sport known as boxing or not, that doesn't stop from being such an exciting, an exciting game. You know, boxing is one of the most popular sports. In the world today we talk about combat sports and of course um, we like to talk about big stars and uh, some of the biggest stars we've had people like Muhammad Ali we've got Mike Tyson we've got Lennox Lewis we've got flight partisan all sorts of people who have made it big in the combat sport known as boxing and of course remember our own Anthony Joshua also known as AJ is Nigerian and also British Now, do you recall Anthony Joshua beat Andy Ruiz Jr. to to regain three versions of the World Heavyweight title in Saudi Arabia? That was about a a year ago this week. Joshua was proud beyond measure to have joined the list of two-time heavyweight champions which have grown exponentially in this era of four recognized world-sanctioning bodies. He also became a member of a more select group. Only he, Floyd Patterson, Muhammad Ali and Nenos Lewis uh, have gained titles in an immediate rematch. Joshua's, uh, Joshua's redemption mission continues his preparedness to deal with the owners and of course responsibilities of a champion strengthened by harsh experience and the challenges emerge on either side of the ropes and of course are emphasized in the words of another two-time champion mike tyson the heavyweight championship would drive people crazy you know that right tyson said Tyson was speaking on a podcast by Fine Live Boxing of the BBC with Costello and Bounce in response to Joshua's thrilling win against Vladimir Klitschko at Wembley Stadium more than three years ago. It's like the crown of thorns, Tyson told the reporters, you know, everyone wants to put you to test for a heavyweight champion, it's like being the president of the United States. I followed up with a strikingly prescient assessment of what lay ahead for Joshua, which could only have come from a wearied mind once skewed by those thorns. Joshua has potential to do a lot of things, but there is so much pressure on him. Let's see if he can handle all that stuff as they come along. And of course, I want to say to, to the Joshua, a compatriot of ours is nigerian and british trust me the dude is proudly Nigerian all the way but as a commonwealth child you know he's also british and of course um, when he is um donning the colors of his titles and the belts yes he's doing it for us not just for the uk so that's pretty much how i see Anthony joshua recall when he came before president Muhammadu buhari with with the belts and you know okay dokie thanks a lot for stopping by I appreciate your company you know what they say about you know thanks for stopping by and checking us out all right that's what I want to say to you right now thanks a whole lot for checking out this particular podcast you know what they say about sticking by me and sticking by you there is no way I wouldn't stick by you as long as you're sticking by me. It's a two-way traffic, isn't it? Thanks a lot for listening to this. I mean, you could have listened to a great deal else somewhere else, but you chose to stop by and listen to Thinking Out Loud with Mr. K on the Chit Chat News Update right here on Mr. K, Mr. K24 Radio. That's what it is right now. I'll see you in the next podcast, okay? bye ya. Take care. I'm out of here because I'm out of time. Gotta go. Bye.